about real face. All right, so here we are. Um, really didn't think we'd make it to this point, but. We're starting, can you believe it? <laughs> no, I can't, I'm a little nervous, not gonna lie. Me too. But, It's yeah. incredibly um, overwhelming, yeah. kind of starting out. Why do you find it overwhelming? Oh my God, why not? <laughs> <laughs> about to tell the world who we are. <laughs> yeah, um, and be judged for it, Yeah. you know? So. There's a lot of things. I'm not used to doing any of this. I don't think either of us maybe even saw ourselves doing this or something like this. So it's a little um, scary, but I think it's a, important what we're doing, even if not so much for people listening, although I hope it is uh, for us. Yeah, just to get a lot out. Right. <laughs> that we've held in for years. It's our venting platform, everyone, Yay. just so you know. Everybody needs that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to vent. We're going to um, talk about our relationship with each other and how it's grown and uh, our relationship with Jesus. So I'm excited about it, though, too, along with the nervousness. Yeah. It's always a little nerve-wracking when uh, you want to somewhat, I guess, bring in religion. Um, and that's really not what we're trying to do here, which I think I'm excited about because we really more so want to talk about having, well, well, basically the podcast is real talk about real faith, right? So we really want to talk about the struggles that we've encountered since we have really fully grasped the understanding of faith. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about not being perfect Christians, <laughs> Yeah, you know? Yeah. And being super hard on yourself through the process of that. Um, and truthfully, learning who Jesus is. I mean, I think we all kind of had a concept of who he was. Um, but this is going to be exciting because now we can talk a lot more in depth about our relationship with Jesus. Absolutely. That's the foundation, right? So that's that's what we all need to start with is really trying to build that foundation. And, bef you know, before you can do anything else, before you can, you know, serve people correctly or, you know, mend your relationships, um, forgive people you really have to forgive yourself and humble yourself before the lord and build that friendship and relationship with him right so i think uh we're going to talk a lot about or a little bit about all of it um i know this episode guys uh it's called brought back um there's a lot i think that goes into why we titled it that but at the forefront it's about what you said, Erica, about just like how we were brought back to Christ, you know, even after a long period of time, yeah. like for me, I mean, I've always been in and out just kind of like you, but we're going to talk about how we were brought back and how this time. Serious. Is it, is it, we're in a serious <laughs> relationship. This now. Is serious. There's no turning back. And I think, and we're going to talk a little bit more too, I think about the fear in that. I know for me at least, um, I am a perfectionist, 
And so being brought back, I've always felt the need that I had to have that type of posture and the things, you know, that I would speak about needed to be where they wouldn't hurt people's feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, just, I guess, maybe overthinking a lot um, through being brought back that now I can finally say, I guess, what, about a year now? I'm more relaxed when it comes to just speaking about Jesus. I mean, let's be real, guys. It's a little corny. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? It's the perfect cliche. Yeah, it's the you don't want to be hanging out with your friends like, hey, let's talk about Jesus. I know. Um, um, not our group of friends <laughs> in the past. Yeah. And, you know, so, and, and that really has helped us grow, like, grow in our relationship. I mean, when you talk about the power of what Jesus can do to transform not only your life, but a relationship that has been through a lot. Absolutely. And so many years that are attached to us for it to really just be, I don't know, the complete opposite within a few months. That's how you know Jesus is in this. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad you said that. Um, It kind of segues us into, I mean, we should probably let you guys know a little bit about us. Yeah. And our relationship. And um, uh, so Eric and I have known each other since we were, since she was born. She's a little bit younger than me. Um, I'm getting old. But um, (laughs) our mothers were best friends. They had been since middle school. And um, throughout moving to different places, um, marriages, um, other children, they found themselves back in the same city and all of us kind of grew up together until you moved to Florida mm-hmm. with um, your sister. But then you came back. Yeah. And so our formative teenage years were hard. were hard. They were, they were spent all together. And I think um, maybe you want to talk a little bit about the dynamic because really it was a three person dynamic and you trying to fit into yeah. Me and your sister's relationship because we're closer in age and yeah, age was, age played a huge <laughs> yeah. part. I mean, yeah. it really did. Just kind of growing up, um, and then you know, to be honest, this is just kind of my perspective on it. It's just being younger and trying to, I don't know, follow the path, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, find my place within a relationship with two people who are a lot closer in age, have a lot more in common, and then here comes me, who essentially has always really been more so best friends with my sister mm-hmm. and still is to this day. But now you have somebody else who is like a sister to us as well. So trying to mix that type of dynamic has been rough. And being moody teenagers. Yeah. I mean, with hormones all over the place and emotions and not understanding how to navigate them. And even though we did our stints in church, which I'm sure in other episodes will. Um, our Pentecostal church days. Well, yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> But, yeah, um, I played a huge impact <laughs> on me today that I can look back now and go, hey, that had to happen. But it did that, have to happen. Mm-hmm. It did. Absolutely. God led us there too. But um going through that and then the roller coaster of just growing up yeah. and the fights and the and the betrayals and you know I would say our twenties, like throughout our twenties, um, because I'm about to be thirty two. What, yes, you're 30. I'm 34. Well, 34, yeah. Oh. I knew that there was like a 24 month, 20. Yeah, I'm about to be 35, okay. obviously. So. Yeah, so really more so, almost about three year difference between you and I. Um, 
And when you look at that as like a 14-year-old versus a 17-year-old, mm-hmm. that, you know, there's Our not... Our minds a, aren't quite in the same place. And then in your 20s, again, throughout this whole, you know, podcast that we we're going to do, I'll share a lot more about me and kind of, you know, my rebel years and those types of things. And that played a huge part. Um, a lot of struggles that I dealt with that I really brought to our relationship that just constantly had us butting heads and there were moments months on end where we would go without talking um because mm-hmm. we didn't really just know how to approach the relationship or both of us sit down and say i'm sorry right um and we tried that but it just never stuck so the only thing that has truly stuck within our relationship is the love of jesus christ absolutely and just building faith and building on that and like a lot of times you and i will just come together and really delve into the word and really talk about how it's how it correlates yeah. to the things we're experiencing in life right now. Which has made it deeper. And then on top of that, we both know how to approach each other now uh, with a clear-headed, open-minded type of um, feedback that we're, we're ready to receive. I don't know how to, mm-hmm. if I'm saying that right. No, but, you are. You know. Just, I get it. Yeah. Basically, be willing to hear what the other person has to say and then taking that and acknowledging their feelings. I think that's what we lacked in the past was, oh, sorry, I don't care. It's all about me kind of attitude. And now Jesus has kind of transformed us personally. And so we're now a little bit more open to how can we help make that person feel a little bit better and be hold ourselves a little bit more accountable, I guess, is really what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So um, that's a little bit about what we went through and how we kind of came back together through God, you know, but um, this episode is like, about what's the way back to God? Mm. Do you know what I mean? When you when you haven't been close to Him, how, how do or you, you get have there? experienced them in the or Him in the past? Ever, and then had moments of darkness, and then now, yeah, how does that yeah. happen? And and really, just I mean, if you want to kind of open up a little bit about, and what's the way back to God when you've fallen completely into sin? Yeah, you know, just all that when you feel that shame and you don't feel worthy, mm. you know, in a sense. Did I cut you off? I feel like I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to happen a thousand yeah, times. Thousand. Yeah. yeah. That's just who we are. But we're super comfortable <laughs> with each other. We'll just get back into the rhythm of it like we always do. Um, no, I was just going to say, Jess, I mean, if you kind of want to open up just a little bit, I mean, of course, as we dive deeper into this, you can speak a lot more about what has gone on within your life. I guess really not even a year because we know that there was more to it. So in the last two, three years, um, a little bit about that and kind of what was that defining moment that you knew, okay, like God is in this with me. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, I, I got brought back and I'm thankful for you. I, uh, things happened in my life. Um, the most recent being that last year in March, uh, my mother passed away after battling cancer for a few years. And um, I'm sorry, I'm already going to choke up. And also, guys, you all have to know I'm extremely emotional. Um, I wear my heart on my sleeve. So, and when I speak, I speak, if I start shaking, sounding nervous, it's because I'm tearing up. But um, that's just me. And Alex, I need Erica knows all about it. Crap, I called you Alex. Also, if I I, uh, call her Alex throughout this, her middle name is Alexis and her family and friends 
when she was small, we all called her Alex. So her name is Erica. That's how she likes to be referred to. But um, Alex Erica. So after battling cancer for two years, um, and before that, I had not been going to church. You know, I'm I'm married. I have a daughter. Um, My in laws are um, super religious. Um, So I would go. I mean, they are, (laughs) Um, but um, I would go off and on uh, to church, you know, that, that normal thing that a lot of people do, you know, the Easter's, the Christmases, uh, the Mother's Day's, stuff like that, but never an ongoing thing. And I will say I did not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I did not put any effort into building something like that. But when my mother passed away, um, I felt such, and this was after like her being bedbound for like four months and I was her sole caregiver, oh, so um, you know, trying to take care of a child and a husband and also my mother who was steadily declining and, um, really working through that anticipatory grief where it's like your parents, not who they were and they've already kind of gone, but their body's still there and you're still having to do the day to day stuff was super hard. I really, um, I really leaned on alcohol. Um, I think I really leaned on distraction. I mean, just any distraction I could get. Um, so when she passed away, I felt, even though I had my husband and, you know, I had some core friends, um, I felt really alone. I mean, just utter loneliness and this grief and anguish because this huge chunk of my heart was gone. And do you think that you kind of felt alone because you felt like nobody could really relate to what you were going through? Right. I mean, everyone, you know, everyone or most people will at some point, you know, lose a parent. You know, if if that's the design we all believe in, you know, that our parents will go before us. Yeah. Um, Then we'll, that'll happen. But the thing, my mother and I, we work together. Um, As you know, we... We're absolutely best friends. Um, she was the greatest Nini uh, to my daughter, Ella. And I, when I say best friends, I mean like we got each other, guys. And we hung out. Yeah. Like we, we hung were out. always together. Absolutely. <laughs> if I was going to go hang out with Jess, I was hanging with Norm too. Like, yeah. that was it. So lo- it's just a huge, huge hole. Yeah. You know, I mean, not saying that people aren't close where, you know, your mom lives in Michigan and you live in Georgia or whatever. Like, of course, you can still have those close relationships. It was just next level to me with my mom. Me and my mom were next level. So having that hole, you know, in my heart and in my life and in my spirit, I really battled what most people battle during grief. Just this immense loneliness, immense loss and depression. I mean, you know, I still had to go to work. I still had to be a mom, still had to do all that stuff. So trying to battle that alone it it was a no-go for me. And I think, so that's why I started leaning on other things. And I'm so grateful that you said, okay, come see this church with me. I've been going to like for a few months. I think you'd really like it. And I want to back up just a little bit. That's like prior to me inviting, let me just tell you guys, prior to me inviting her to the church that we now attend together, I did not really know. Like I understood that that's, you were going through that. And I've shared this with you time and time again. I could I could feel that sadness within my own soul, but I didn't, you never really shared with me 
those moments of despair of like, I'm just so alone. I don't know what to do, where to go. And then I had this great idea of you should come to church right. with me. That's what I think is so beautiful is that it was orchestrated. God did that. Absolutely. God did that. God. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's totally right. And, um, but going, be, you know, you just, the church resonated with you for me, mm-hmm. I think, because mm-hmm. of our background in the in the Pentecostal church where, yeah. you know, when we were... You used to get we screamed at. Yeah. <laughs> we like a little hooting and hollering. That's yeah. all right. I <laughs> uh, love a movement of the spirit. But um, I think, I, I don't know. I was just lost in a sense. And I didn't know what it meant to be a modern day Christian. Yeah. I didn't know what it meant to be, even though I believed. You know, I was one of the, I was lukewarm. I mean, I was. I was like, is, if somebody would have asked me, is Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior? I said, yeah, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. And they've been like, well, do you go to church? Do you do this? Do you do this? And they're like, no, I don't. I actually do the exact opposite of that. I live totally in the flesh. I mean, I let depression beat me down. And I didn't have that relationship to cling to. I didn't have that relationship with my mother. And I didn't have a relationship with God, which would, you know. Yeah, I think Which, at that point you had lost all hope. Yeah, I mean I did. you had to. Like, you just lost your best friend, your mother. You were watching your daughter go through mm-hmm. the grief as well. Um, you know, and like you have always talked about, it's like something that's really hard to really talk to a friend about because you're afraid. You know, Jess has always kind of come to a conversation with a friend and say, "I don't want to, I don't want to burden you with my issues." So you know, her really opening up was held back as well yeah. because she just didn't want to sadden people. That's just not her personality. Yeah, it's like I said yeah. that time I was talking to you. I'm like, um, it's really bummy. Like it bu- bums <laughs> people out. Like nobody wants to sit around. Like, We're at a gathering. This is a yeah. birthday party. I'm at the town's birthday Can party. Please uh, stop crying for yeah. just a second, ma'am. <laughs> My daughter's trying to open gifts. <laughs> I would be the one like that, though. Yeah. But um. So yeah. Uh. And well, I need to say this too. Uh, my father had died uh, three mm. years prior, mm. so my mother and I were had been through that together. But I had her at that point, mm. and so, but I, but you know, God makes things happen in a miraculous way, and He does all things and moves all things for your good. Yeah, He really does, and I've, I'm watching that. And coming to the church brought us back together too, and I needed. God, but I also needed a friend. Yeah, he knows that to yes. the moment. The moment that you surrender, it's like he's like, okay, next, I need yes. you to get close to mm-hmm. certain people because that we. I mean, we can talk about it right now and just say, I know for me, um, in my spiritual growth, my friendship with you has helped that tremendously. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, no, yeah. that's totally. He knows you need people. I mean, you can't do this alone. Right, we're not meant to be alone, and so. Um, but yeah, that's really my story of being brought back, and I've I've just noticed um, such change in my spirit, uh, change in my outlook, relationships, in my marriage, in my um, being a mother, um, in my work relationships with people. Yeah. Like every single aspect of my life has been touched by this growing relationship with Jesus. And so I'm excited to talk about it. Um, and we'll obviously, like you said, delve into a lot of topics more in depth. This is kind of an intro episode to just kind of get you uh, you guys acquainted to 
yeah. where we're at. Who we are. Yeah. Why we want to do this. And I, I think her speaking out, Jess speaking out about her, um, the loss of her mother is going to help hopefully some people out there that are, were in the state that are in the state that you were in. Yeah. Gosh, I hope so. Um, if something good can come out of it, you know, that's kind of all yeah. you can ask for. Your testimony is pretty powerful. I mean, that's essentially what I believe helps others draw near to Christ is through testimony. Right. Um, because we all kind of deal with the same things in life. You know, grief is a no brainer. I mean, death has to happen at some point. It's just the unexpected part that's really hard to um, process, I think. Right. <clears throat> so, Diona, <laughs> man, you heard my little story. You ready to tell? Yeah, you but it's nothing compared yours? to yours. <laughs> oh, I know, I, but I always feel see, guilty this, about it. This is what people do, too. They diminish their problems. Yeah, they I do. Know. They try to make other people comfortable. <laughs> And they diminish their problems. Okay, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. In my room, I was like, I can't do this no more. <laughs> so, I find that. That's good. Yeah, I think you should tell. Tell everybody about you. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to sum it up pretty, you know, pretty quickly. I, like, I know we, we can't sit here all day and talk about. We could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's great details that play into our stories and uh, you know, we have plenty of time to talk about that throughout other episodes. Um, but for me, yeah, my brought back was essentially getting, uh, I guess you could say fired, which was this harsh word for me because I've never been let go or terminated, dun, dun, dun. right? And um, it was very unexpectedly. Um, and same with Jess with the loss of her mother. And it just so happened to happen at the same time in the sense of, I think it was a few months Part is mm-hmm. that um, that we both kind of lost something that we found pretty secure. Right. Um, my job, I had been in it for about four years and felt like I was going to be in it for a long time. Finally, was able to support my daughter financially, um, and that made me feel really good. Yeah, let's talk about this single mothership right here. Yes. <laughs> Woo. So, and that was something that I always loved to play victim on was, oh, poor pitiful me, I'm a single mom, you know, I'm never going to make it in life, I need another partner to help support the household, Mm -hmm. and then I finally made it. Um, I had everything I needed. I mean, I was perfectly comfortable. (laughs) Uh, Then I wake up one morning, and it's a random Tuesday, and I'm told, you know, hey, we're going to let you go. Um, Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I react to things like that, like. Wow. <laughs> and in the midst of this, and I was well. <laughs> completely lost. Um, I, like Jess, have had a relationship with Jesus in and out of, um, or with a, re- a relationship with Jesus in and out of my life of just mm-hmm. lukewarm, right? One foot in, one foot out. Yeah, laying on him when you need him. Exactly. There'd be moments where I'd, I'd go, oh, okay, I'm so ready to dedicate my whole life. And then the next day I'm going back to my same lifestyle, right? Never was serious about it. Well, for me and my story, I believe God had to take everything from me um, mm. to completely humble me and essentially help me understand what humility looks like. Oh, that's powerful. I like that. <laughs> they take everything. I mean, that was I good. I mean, and that's what's currently happening. Um, yeah. I mean, as we're doing this podcast, I'm still work, walking through what I would like to say one of the toughest seasons of my life, and that is we don't talk a lot about this as well because it's just, all right, everybody deals with financial struggles. Um but I feel like my struggles just have been a little bit um, harder, I guess, because there have been so many different occasions where I struggled with paying petty bills, 
you know, didn't think I would ever get to that point. Um, but here we are and that's fine. But here's the beautiful thing about me and Jess's relationship is I think when I lost everything, God immediately had to connect me with people as well, because he knew I was not going to be able to do this alone, whether you want to call it a handout or whatever. Um, there never been, there's never been a time that I had to really go to somebody other than a couple of times, maybe one or two <laughs> times that I had to go to somebody and say, Hey, I need you to help pay the light bill because my lights are going to get turned off. Meanwhile, just so you guys understand, I'm working two jobs, right? Yeah. To make up for the income. Oh that yeah. I Everybody needs to understand you guys in the house. I'm not just chilling. Because yeah. um, I had lost a great deal of income. Right. I mean, it's, I'm in my this field. Is not, yeah. This is my little pennies. Like no. you were making a, a quite a large sum of money. Right. And so your bills, you know, grow with that. Right. Um, and then when you lose your job, now your bills are super high and you have no income. So anywho, <laughs> we won't go too far into that, but there was a moment um, I was laying in bed and I was literally dying of anxiety. Mm -hmm. I could not get out of the bed. Um, and the beautiful thing about it and what brought me back was I felt like now all I have left is to call out to God. That's all. Because yeah. I had no hope. And that's what I want to just kind of get across today, at least when it comes to brought back, is... Um, all you have to do um you know you i feel like a lot of people overthink these things what kind of prayer that they have to you know reach out to god about how they have to live just to re receive this blessing mm -hmm. um because in the midst of just a wretched sinner like myself all i had to do was cry out to god and just say help me oh you just said it you <laughs> hit the nail on the head just so here me. how about this guys god wants us back he, he's he calling drew, us back. He drew us back. He drew us back. And we came back. And I'm going to tell you, when we came back, me and Jess looked at this. Not Me and Jess talked about this not too long ago. We looked at each other and said, here's the difference. This is, God is over the the um, superficial Christian, yeah. in and out, I'll serve you when I want. He was done with that. At least for mm -hmm. me, I can speak for myself. He was like, I'm tired of you saying you're about to devote your whole life to me. And then tomorrow you go do the same thing. So that I think is the blessing in disguise is going through this part of season of my life is God is still wanting all of my attention. And that's why I know he's trying to transform me radically, yeah. radically change me. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was just looking here um, on my phone at this verse and Joel two twelve, um, God says, yet even now return to me with all your heart, mm. you know, the word speaks on what we're talking about. And I, we want to, I think we want to let everyone know too, that we're, we're, this is going to be a conversation of conversations about you and I, you know, discussing different topics and things, but we really want to ground it in the word. Yeah. You know, that's um, what we, we, I mean, that's what we're learning. I yeah. mean, our life is changing through the word. Right. Um, but yeah, the, how you have held together. And I know that was through your faith. I mean, I, I could see that you had nothing else to lean on. Yeah. I mean, when everything's taken away, what, what else you got? <laughs> you don't, you don't, I mean, you, got, you could sit there in misery or, or you could try and make it better. Yeah. And you picked yourself up by your earth. The Lord did. Same for yeah. you, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, when you, there's been moments that I will look at Jessica and say, I just, I can't believe that you're still standing. 
Oh, you flatter me. <laughs> and I'm serious. And, and you know, she knows I mean that well, though. I truly do, because anybody who who struggles with grief and loss and, and I don't know, just I've, I've watched her and her mother's relationship for most of my life. And so I know how meaningful that relationship was for her. And so for her to lose that and still be able to stand here today with a smile on her face, that is only through the power of Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. That's it. This is um, also just a podcast about uh, Erica and I giving each other compliments. <laughs> it helps us. <laughs> um, but no, you do. Like, um, I mean, I think it's remarkable and amazing that we, I remember this vividly us sitting across from each other at um, this frozen yogurt spot here in town mm. and you just, you know, breaking down in front of people and yeah. you knew that was not like I know I'm like that's not also you have to know about Erica is that she does not cry often like especially in front of people and I think I have seen a softness in you happen yeah. through this relationship with God but us being in that frozen yogurt shop and you just being like Jessica I've just never had to even worry about where my child's next meal is going to come from Mm -hmm. and you breaking down into like the other struggle in you is seeing this pain in your child who doesn't understand, you know, she's small and all you want to do as a mother is provide and protect and, you know, give her everything that she wants. Mm. And that was, I think, (laughs) (laughs) but I think um, that was eye opening to me and really showed me, the depths of because like you said a lot of times with the financial thing people talk about it superficially because a lot of the times we equate value or self-worth with money how much money we have and so I could see that your self-worth had been depleted Mm. you were very shameful about you know not having money to provide the way you used to and just seeing you break down and really have that emotional um, vulnerability with me. That's when I, I think that's when I knew and my eyes opened up to it as to like, wow, this is, this is serious. Like she's, she's really going through it. And I think the way you're able to express that to me was by being, being vulnerable like that, which is hard for you. Mm -hmm. It's been hard for you. I think you, you have probably even more walls than I do when it comes to being like, super I'm going to say vulnerable again sorry I've said it like 15 times but super vulnerable with people about your true in-depth feelings on things I didn't realize how tough I was until God came back into my life and to this day he's still having to work on so much of like you just said that that vulnerability and letting these walls down that I just naturally want to have up. And I'm, I don't know if it comes from the shame and guilt, but the beautiful thing about it is as you grow, uh, as you grow near to draw near to Jesus, he helps that so much. I don't know, through grace and mercy and those types of things that I'm learning that I thought I always knew. That's the funny thing is that I always thought I knew Jesus. I always yeah. thought I knew what it was like, like to be saved and right. Mm-hmm. All of these grace. And you would hear these things as you grew up, especially if you grew up in church of mercy and grace. And you'd go on oh, faith, right? Let's talk about faith, which, oh my gosh, we could spend hours talking about one word, faith. I always thought I knew what faith was mm. until I had to exercise faith. Yes. 
How many times have we all talked about it? Oh, I have faith that that's going to happen. I have mm-hmm. faith that that's going to happen. Have but faith. It, right. I mean, it's on walls, right? It's beautiful. But until you have to, yeah. that's the power. That's that's so powerful until you have to. Like, until faith. you have nothing else to live by, nothing else to lean on, no one else to go to. Like, you're at the bottom. Yeah, like, all these promises sound great, right? Right. All these promises that God, you know, gives you in, in biblical scripture. Yeah. These, He's going to sustain you. He's oh, going to yeah. heal you. He's going to lead you. He'll right. never forsake mm-hmm. you, right? But in the midst of your deepest, deepest, darkest hour, everybody struggles with the faith of, but God, but, like, are you going to get me through this? Like, are you even there? Can you hear me? Right. Do you care about little me over here and you know, small town Georgia mm-hmm. <laughs> and having faith in that alone. Yeah. Well, I, I think, um, I don't know. I don't, I think we're both um, awkward. I don't know how to end the podcast, but my, did, did I think what I do, took, a Bible verse? we are going to do a Bible okay. verse. Yeah, absolutely. I'm but to find the one I, want. I was just trying to wrap up the broad back aspect yeah. of it. And I think, um, I think what I get from it and what I've gotten from it is that no matter how far you strayed, how long, if it's been a couple of days, a couple of years, you've been living in sin, been living away, yeah. you know, turned your face from him. There's always more grace. It's, I mean, it's, it's wiped not, away in a yeah. sense, which is crazy. It's never done. He's never done with you. No. So you can, my takeaway is that always be brought back. Yeah. He's always calling for you to return. That, that's my takeaway from it. Yeah. I don't know if you have one. If you have a succinct little wrap up thing, beautifully. I mean, one word that just sticks with me is seek. You know, mm-hmm. I find that he's always seeking his children. I, when I think about the love God has for us, I always, I'm blessed to have had, I'm blessed to have a child mm-hmm. so I can understand what unconditional love is. Yes. And I'm, you know, and that's, that's just to say that that's, that's a blessing God gave me. That's a gift God gave me, you know, that I'm super blessed because I know there's people out there that are not blessed in that department. But the one blessing that I would say through all of this and how I've learned how God's love is, is because of that unconditional love that I have for my child. Meaning if there were anything that she were to do in this lifetime, it could not take my love away from her. Right. So. Oh, that's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> Um, I think one of the things that we wanted to do and like, you know, we're, we're going to work out the kinks guys. We, we're not sure exactly what we're doing, exactly how to streamline it yet, but I promise you, um, Alex is, uh, Erica. Oh my goodness. She's very OCD. Um, she will not let this rest until it's streamlined and focused and, um, absolutely immaculate, but and I don't have a verse right now that I'm going to talk about, but that will be something that I think we'll do um, later on in future podcasts is probably both come to the table with a verse that has been laid on our heart for that week or um, a verse that really we found in the word to talk about what we're experiencing that week in our own personal lives and our own relationships but so I, she's found one. And I I'm, finally I, found it. Yeah. Yeah, you found one. So I'm gonna let you no. do one that really you just found one just now after we've completed this. No, no, I, I heard it this morning. Um, oh, awesome. I was listening to a sermon, and yeah. I 
I love this Bible verse, and I was like, I know it was in Luke, I knew it was in Luke, but I was scrolling through, um, and I found it. It's Luke nineteen ten. for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is very meaningful, only for the simple fact that he doesn't want somebody who's perfect. That's not what he's searching or seeking for, and it's huge for me because I always thought that I had to come to Jesus in a certain posture, in a yeah. certain way of lovable. Being like, clean, I have to be lovable clean for him and to love free me. of the world. Yeah. yeah. And two, yeah, he doesn't want a sinner like me, so I would always just kind of shy away, right? Um, but I think, and we'll get, we'll talk a lot more about this, but, you know, this self-righteous kind of attitude of, you know, I don't need a savior, you do, mm-hmm. um, that modern day Christians have. For us, and this is why we're going to talk about, real talk about real faith, is the simple fact that we're all lost. I mean, me and Jessica can wake up tomorrow and still feel lost. That's why we still need a Savior. Right. And I think that's the beautiful thing about it, is that that's how it builds our relationship with Jesus every single day, because we need Him every single day, because we are sinners. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, and that's the the title of the podcast, too, is saying, honestly. Honestly. We want to come at this honest Mm -hmm. and open and vulnerable and emotional and sinners and you know uh with questions Mm -hmm. and we don't and there are going to be times i think we're going to talk where i'm going to go i have no clue (laughs) and i hope somebody out there's listening like oh well i've i've read a verse about that i've done this i've said this blah blah i heard a preacher speak on this like i would like questions answered because there are gonna be a lot of times like we don't know everything and we're coming at you like that honest like we're learning this is a journey yeah. and i think anybody who tells you that they do know everything is a liar <laughs> anyway, the devil is a lie <laughs> that's true but yeah i love that verse um he is always going to seek he's going to seek the lost and it says he came to he do came that to save the lost. that was his primary goal yeah. and that's what he completed on the cross for us mm-hmm. to save us from our sin so that we may live with him eternally and I just think that's beautiful. Um, I'm proud of our mm. first little yeah. podcast recording. We just sat here and had a conversation. It was nice. I'm super excited to hear more about or speak more about, I don't know, diving deep into uh, our journey. And I, I hope you guys will join along with us. Yeah. Um, so like and subscribe <laughs> on our YouTube channel. We're it's like a new. I am a noob. I have what zero clue. You know, how, you no, know I don't. I know. I literally <laughs> don't. I would have just been like, just share. Um. Okay, so this is the honest part, guys. We have zero. With the technical aspect, also, we have zero clue what we're yeah. doing. The social media aspect of it. I know we sound a lot older than we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Uh, I guess the main thing to do is subscribe. Yeah, right. Subscribe if you want to hear yeah. more episodes. Share with a friend, and hopefully um, this was relatable to you. And if not, definitely share it with somebody um, that you might have thought of if you were listening to this. Yep. Right. And we'll see you next time for the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Standing up on our own for the things we know. Raise a voice, hear it echo. Raise a voice, hear it echo We know where we come from We know where we've been Takes a whole lot of broken hearts To change everything Come and so